Hey, I'm at it again. Well, this is chapter four. And if you haven't listened before this, it's not that important yet. We're just getting into the case. But if you want to catch up, it's pretty easy. Um, except for the first two. You have to look for like December 2012. 2020 i forget what year it is i mean what year it was all right so we're gonna dive into this murder case um chapter four julian three i saw the news too i heard it was very close to us across stamping road then a little further on when I go see my parents and I don't want to cross the bridge, I go around that way. I thought it was a mess before, but I didn't expect. Hey! The two little office workers were too engrossed in slacking off and chatting in the tea room to notice that there was someone standing behind them, listening in. One office worker's hand shook, nearly spilling the whole cup of hot water as a levitation onto the floor. Careful! Feidu put his hand under the cup she was holding, took it from her, and put it aside. Next time, don't pour such hot water. You have such tender hands. What if you burn yourself? Feidu generally didn't speak at all loudly, and everything he said seemed to be ordinary human speech. But passing through his mouth, human speech could at once turn into something with a covert feeling of intimacy. It often led people to get the wrong impression and flatter themselves. Though, fortunately, he usually spoke and then left, leaving others ample time to destroy their own illusions. President Fei scared me. At first, the little office workers at the, in the tea room had been startled, but seeing it was him, they quickly relaxed. Because in comparison to the former Chairman Fei, who had been a man who'd always had the last word, young Master Fei, rightful heir to all he possessed, was basically a charming mascot. He wouldn't bring the disgusting playboy habits of his private life into the office. Here, his display of steadiness was performed to satisfaction. Ordinarily, he didn't especially exercised his decision-making powers and didn't take on many assignments. Even when teasing the young ladies with a few stray words, he usually maintained a strong sense of propriety, rigidly adhering to the principle that, quote, the rabbit doesn't eat next to its wherein, end quote. He didn't overstep any bounds. Feidu used a paper towel to wipe away the spilled hot water, then handed the cup back. He casually said, What were you two just talking about? Uh, we were talking about the West District across the way. Esther, there was a megging and killing, and it seems like the criminal hasn't been caught yet. What if the HR department sends everyone an email to remind everyone to be extra careful coming and going? All right, said Feidu seriously. And if that doesn't work, we'll just go on vacation, wait until the bad guy has been caught to come back. How could work be as important as your safety? The two girls clearly knew he was talking nonsense, but they were still overwhelmed with delights and went happily back to work. After a while, Vidu did 
indeed receive an email from the HR department. He poured about a half a cup of chocolate hazelnut syrup into his coffee cup, planning to use the sugar to bind up every molecule of coffee. He had nothing to do at the moment, so while he stirred, he opened the streaming video attached to the email. Late last night, behind this residential building in the city West Flower Market District, a violent crime occurred. At present, the police force has yet to issue any official statement. Reports say the victim, he lived in an illegally shared apartment near the crime scene. This is in italics and that's why I read it like that. The video came from an online news site widely known for sensationalism. Oh, I was on point, hey? <clears throat> the British voiceover jabbered on for a couple minutes, and then from outside the frame suddenly came a loud commotion. The swaying camera, fearing to miss out on the action, quickly shifts its focus to a small food stand. A middle-aged woman wearing an apron who may have been the food stand's owner was just scowling and shoving at the teenage boy. Little whelp, can you not count or has your conscience been chewed up by a dog? You'd even steal these few yawn and once you've stolen them, what will you do? Take them home and buy your mom a coffin? Yawn, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but that's Chinese, Chinese money. Yawn. Uh, besides this scene, a handful of middle-aged and elderly people with nothing else to do were eating wontons at the food stand's illegally set out tables. These crowds' mouths were quite skilled. Eating and drinking didn't hold up their pompous, pompous declarations. They voluntarily began explaining in the direction of the camera. You know, that little brat was buying a sesame bun. Yeah, that's what she said. The lady told him to put the money there and take some change out of the change basket himself. Shouldn't he have some sense of responsibility? He gave her 10 and tried to take 15 out of the change box. I saw it all. Eat five yawns worth and take five yawns into the bargain. That's great. Not far from founding a family fortune. He should be hit. When a young person steals trifles, won't he grow up to deal drugs and kill people? What about our law and order here? As soon as it gets dark, even the the strapping young men don't dare to wander outside. Around outside. The way I see it, it's all the fault of those dredges of society coming in out of town. How many times has it have has this happened? And no one's taken any notice. Alright. Won't it be a murder next time? What did I say? When a middle age, when a middle aged and elderly cheerleading squad takes it to their heads to stir up trouble, the results won't be insignificant. The conflict quickly intensified. The food stand owner's rage mounted to its height. She attacked. <laughs> the the teenage thief covered his head with both his hands, curling into a ball. His neck and ears red enough to drip blood stuck out he didn't make a sound he only dodged then some onlookers who couldn't stand to see any more of this attempted to separate the grappling stand owner from the teenager unexpectedly they also got pulled into the battle in an instant the fight escalated becoming an ideological 
battle between the West District's original inhabitants and the out-of-town renters, both sides indiscriminately attacking each other's character. It was a scene of feathers flying. The camera was knocked askew three or four times. Feidu finished stirring his coffee. He thought this battle of three rats with four eyes was extremely senseless. There was absolutely no entertainment value in watching it. He was just about to close the video. Suddenly, someone in the video yelled, The police is coming! Are coming. <clears throat> there was confusion, and a few uniformed people forced their way in to hurriedly part the crowd. They were immediately drowned in the ocean of citizenry. One little police officer even got his glasses knocked off. Feidu saw a familiar figure among them, his hand poised to close the window paused. Afternoon at the Flower Market District Sub-Bureau, Wang Hung Lao slipped away under the guise of, quote-unquote, having a meeting. With his hands behind his back, Lao Wenzhou bent to get a closer look at Tao Ren. Last time, we went over to help the drug squad catch those drug traffickers. We had a 20-minute shootout, and I don't think anyone suffered such a serious injury. I just knew it. The moment you guys are out of my sight, something is sure to go wrong. When we go back tonight, don't forget to stop by the hospital to get a rape shot. <laughs> Some unknown hero's magic claws had left a scratch on Officer Tao's chin. The sub-bureau was a total was in total chaos. The crowd that had taken part in the brawl had had its battle spirits raised. Even after arriving at the public security bureau, they refused to lay down their arms. Mixed in among the cafonis cursing and struggling, a handful of civil policemen whose vocabularies were clearly pitifully deficient kept saying, get down and behave on repeat. Some extra pair of hands brought in from the local police station stood at a loss, lined on to one side, not knowing what to do. When Lao Wen Zhao came in, he slammed his head, head, <laughs> his hand heavily against the door. Bang! Okay, there you go. Right, did you hear that? Suppressing the two opposing armies with his even more overbearing manner. Everyone was startled by the thunderous sound and turned their heads to look at him. Lao Wenzhou leaned against the doorframe. Who here assaulted a police officer? No one spoke. Do you think, if you don't admit it, the law doesn't apply to you? Lao Wenzhou nodded. All right, then. Well, detain all of you. Don't forget to notify your relatives to come and make bail. Those without relatives can contact their superiors at their places of work. I hear some of you were also involved in illegally occupying the road and participating in unlicensed business practices. Great. So you'll all face severe penalties. I'll my colleagues at the police stations around here be especially attentive to those of you who have a criminal record. Before those words were fully out of his mouth, a middle-aged man around 50 years old blurted out, Who are you saying who had, uh, who are you saying has a criminal record? What do you mean we assaulted a police officer? You're detaining us without evidence. Let me tell you, I have heart disease. <sighs> Lao Wing Zhao didn't raise his voice or his eyelids. Have you ever heard of a law enforcement body camera? Illiterate.
Here, lao queng quao, lao quao, leng quao. Here, lang quao made a timely entrance and handed Lao Wen Zhao a printed document. He took it and scanned it, then gave the middle-aged man leading the disturbance a meaningful look. What a coincidence. Then he got out his phone and dialed a number. Hello, Principal Han, this is Wen Zhao. Uh, no, no, I'm just puttering around. Is uh, there a security guard named Yu Lei at your school? The middle-aged man, creating the disturbance, stared. Then the blood rushed out of his face. It really did look like a heart attack. With the phone to his ear, Lao Wen Zhao gave him a smile. Please look into it. That's you with two bars and a hook. And Le, that's with three stones. They're, they're talking about the Chinese characters. Male, 53, it's nothing. This uncle is old in years, but young in spirit. He's just been in a fight with some people. He was arrested by my colleagues at the local police station. Now he's being arrested. He says he has heart disease. If he has a heart attack here and word gets out, won't that land us in it? We can't shoulder this responsibility. Auntie Han, I beg of you, send someone to come over here quickly and pick up this high-risk insurance scammer. I, I, I did it to protect the safety of the neighborhood and my neighbors. While Lao Wing Zhao was still on the phone, the middle-aged man named Yu Lei was clearly panicking. It was legitimate self-defense. Lao Wing Zhao was amused. You know what legitimate self-defense is? Yu Lei pointed at the few young men who stuck out like sore thumbs among the crowd. It was self-defense. One of these people is the murderer who killed someone last night. I heard it. <laughs> Lao Wing Zhao. Dot. No one had expected a farce of law and order to inexplicably evolve into a series of separate interrogations. All of those criminal policemen out interviewing and investigating hurried back to quickly collect the witnesses' testimonies. According to that old hoodlum called Yu Lei, Last night, after he had turned off the lights and gone to bed, while he was half asleep, he heard a fight. It was two men, speaking with out-of-town accents. The dialect was too heavy for him to understand what they were fighting about, but he sensed that they were, that they were people who knew each other. Oh, it's Lan Kuo talking. She's a female. Lan Kuo. <sighs> Lan Kuo pushed back her long hair. We've confirmed it. This Yule lives very close to the spot where the victim was found. The direct distance is less than 50 meters. He lives in apartments. With the back window open, he should have been able to hear. What time? said Lao Wenzhou. He's not sure, but he says he goes to bed around 9 and he doesn't usually have trouble with insomnia if he go was half asleep. It shouldn't be after 9.30. That conforms with the estimated time of death. Besides that, there are some other people who live nearby who also say they faintly heard something. But 
There's often drunks getting into fights at night, so the neighbors are used to it. They didn't think anything of it, and they weren't about to go butting in to investigate. Chi Flao, Tao Ren, now with a bandaid on his chin, stuck his head in. There's someone here you should come look at. In the interview room, Xiao Hai Yang, wearing glasses stuck together with clear tape, was sitting across from a skinny teenage boy. This child is called Mai Xiao Wei, said Tao Ren. He claims to be over 18, but I think he's still a minor. The brawl today started because he stole five yuan from someone. He's the victim's He Zongyi's roommate and likely the last person to see the victim. Lao Wengzhao nodded, pushed open the door, and went in. Mai Xiao Wang quickly glanced up at him. Perhaps Captain Lao's aura was too fierce. The boy's face looked like, looked a little panic-stricken. It's all right," said Xiao Hai Yang. "Keep talking." I forgot the voice I gave this guy. Anyways, <clears throat> my Xiao Wang. Not that I'm giving anyone's voices. My Xiao Wei wrung his hands and spoke in a voice as thin as a mosquito's whine. He, he, Xiao Yi. I'm probably probably not speaking. He Xiao Yi comes from the H Providence. <laughs> The same one as one of our roommates. Although, okay, I should stop, right? <laughs> Although he wasn't supposed to be at, from the same place. H. Providence is supposed to be pretty vague. I think Zhao Yi Ke's hometown is more out of the way. He's saying Ge as like a brother. That's their... Okay, so anyways. He only came... Last year, brother not related. That's how they speak to guys near their age that they're close to. He only came last year. He's pretty nice, outgoing, and he's a good roommate. Cleans up regularly. He he never had any trouble with anyone. Xiao Hai Yang, Xiao Hai Yang asked, "Do you know if he has any other friends or relatives here?" Ma Xiaowei's chin sank, and then he thought of something and quickly shook his head. I, I don't know. I've never seen anyone. Lao Wengzhao put in a word. Where were you between eight and ten last night? Mai Xiaowei's throat moved. Again, he didn't dare to look at Lao Wengzhao. He quietly said. At home. What were you doing at home? N- nothing. Just watching TV. Alone, asked Lao Wingzhao. Ma Ma Xiaowei only then seemed to notice what he was getting at. His expression changed. It's all right, darling. Lao Wingzhao put up a chair, sat next, sat down in front of Ma Xiaowei, and smiled kindly. We're from the serious crime division. We're only responsible for major criminal cases. You won't be punished for attempting to steal five yuan. Yawn. Don't be nervous. 
Ma Xiaowei almost couldn't sit still. Lao Wing Zhao's tone changed at once. Although, I think that if you steal repeatedly without mending your ways, you can still be penalized even without stealing a significant amount. This isn't your first time, right? Ma Xiaowei stiffened at once, his sickly pale face going blank. Lao Wing Zhao lightly knocked the table. You were at home alone watching TV. Where were the people who live with you? He Zhao Yi came home after work last night. He changed his clothes and left. Zhao Ge, uh, the one who's from the same province as Song Yi, Song Yi, the victim. He's gone back home for a few days to attend a family funeral. There are a few others who went out to find people to play mahjong with. So, so I was by myself, but I, I didn't. It wasn't. I didn't say it was you," said Lao Wing Zhao, interrupting his ramble, def, rambling defense. There were some residents who heard an argument happening near the scene of the crime around that time. Given how close. Your house is to the scene. You must have been able to hear. Did you hear anything then? Ma Xiaowei bit his lip hard. If you heard something, say you heard something. If you didn't, say you didn't. Does the question require so much time to think?、Mm, may- maybe I heard a little. The TV was on pretty. Around when did you hear it? Said Lao Wingzhao. Quarter past nine. Ma Xiaowei blurted out. As soon as the words were out of his mouth, Xiao Haiye Yang, Xiao Haiyang, taking notes with his head down, and Tao Ren listening in from the door, both looked at him. Lao Wingzhao narrowed his eyes. Didn't you just said you maybe heard a little? Then how come you remember the time so precisely now? Ma Xiaowei said nothing. Xiao Ma, tell the truth. Tao Ren said gently. How do you know it was a quarter past nine? Did you actually hear something, or were you near the scene of the crime at the time? What do you know? Not giving. Ma Xiaowei, time to react. Lao Wingzhao immediately added, "If you don't explain yourself clearly today, you could be under heavy suspicion of having committed a crime." I believe it wasn't you," said Tao Ren, playing the good cop to his bad cop. "If you didn't do it, then there's no need to be scared. If you know something, then say it. This is a homicide case." I think you understand the severity. Ma Xiaowei instinctively turned an appealing gaze on him. Lao Wenzhou struck the table. Who are you looking at? I'm telling you to account for yourself. It, it it wasn't me. I I heard. Ma Xiaowei was about to cry. A, a quarter past nine. I I heard people arguing downstairs. The voices sound familiar. So I. I went. I wanted to go down and and look. What did you see? Nothing. 
Mao Xiaowei's eyes opened wide. I I didn't see anyone. Not not even a shade. As 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 if what I just heard was just an illusion, and and the streetlights were broken. And I. Lao Wing Zhao snorted. Child, is this a ghost story you're telling us? The rims of Mao Xiao Wing's eyes were red, as he looked fearfully at Lao Wing Zhao. The blood vessels crawled bit by bit over his eyeballs. They questioned him repeatedly until it was near evening and time to get off work, and Mao Xiao Wei was near collapse. But the boy didn't cough up anything else of use. He just told the same inferior late night ghost story over and over again. I don't think it was him," said Lao Kui, coming out of the sub bureau. "The child's psychological quality is unsound. He'll say anything once he's scared. If there really was something, he couldn't have held it held out long with all of us questioning him. Although the bit about the haunting is pretty strange." Lao Wang Zhao made an answer to Sam. "What is it?" said Tao Ren. "That's not for sure," said Lao Wang Zhao. "It could be he's only telling a part of the truth. I think he's still holding something back, something else back. Let's talk about it tomorrow. Where are you two headed? Back to the city bureau first door." His speech was interrupted by a whistle. <whistles> A three-person team of court supervisors looked up and saw a big SUV, at least two meters tall, parked by the side of the road. There was someone leaning against the car. "You've had a hard day, Officer Tao. Could I take you home?" And that's the end of chapter four. So, if you're listening on from chapter three, if you got a little confused. I also forgot because you know I read this a long time ago. The scene of the video that Fadi was watching was、um, where we left off with the last chapter. So, and I just realized the the guy that was talking a lot and was a newbie, the flower market district and wore the glasses. He's the one who got his glasses knocked over and、uh, got it、uh, punched. I think there's a lot of value to rereading this. <laughs>、um, there's things I didn't pick up. On the first time around, because you know you read it so fast, because you're just like, what's happening next, and you want to know the the crime, the murder, and what happens. It's just exciting. By the way, you can read along if you want. I don't know if most of you guys have already read along or read ahead, but if you're enjoying my read along, thanks. Not a pro. I'm not getting these names very right. I'm. I apologize to all anyone who's Chinese.、Uh, I'm trying. Not hard enough, but I'm trying, and.、Uh, Thanks for listening. I hope you guys enjoy it. Have a great night and good morning. I'll I'll be continue on reading. So if you haven't follow and or share this if you think it's interesting. Look, I'm trying to promote myself. I'm doing my best. <laughs> All right. Again, thanks for listening.